Good morning. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about everything embedded, which uh, is pretty horizontal. And I won't go into that because we're on our Embedded Executives podcast, and we want to get right to our guest. This week, our guest is Yuri Chamarelli, and he is the Lead Product Specialist for Phoenix Contact. Good morning, Yuri. How are you? Good morning, Rich. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Um, I want to talk about something that I think is a topic that you actually like to talk about, and that is open control systems. Uh, so let's lay the foundation here. Uh, what to you is an open control system? So, well, Rich, uh, uh, we've been trying to define, and, and the way we like to define a open control system, uh, and especially uh, the way I like to look at it uh, in a simplistic way that makes sense for uh, most users and most companies, is by it is considered a open control system or a open automation system, any system that is designed with a open architecture device. Therefore, that device can utilize open source code or open source contributions, right? So that is like, a, the, the, I would say, the, the most simplistic definition of what is an open uh, control system. So when you say open, that means that uh, anybody has availability to the spec? Is that what, what you're referring to? So uh, more likely, uh, most likely, uh, the community and, of course, the big uh, you know, ship manufacturers like Intel, AMD, and, and, and so on and so forth, they, they are the people, the companies defining uh, those processes out there, right? And these processes are common. Uh, they are commonly used. And when you develop for those processors, right, uh, you are developing to open architectures because they are well known by everybody, right? So when it comes down to a industrial automation or embedded computing design, uh, if you're designing your device and using one of those processors, they are known as open processors, uh, you are designing an open uh, architecture device, right? Okay. And, and the way you find out about those devices and who are the players is it's pretty much uh, asking the community and asking, uh, uh, you know, the users, what is considered to be open. So today you talk a lot about uh, ARM architecture, which is ARM devices. We talk about uh, AMD, uh, Intel, SAM. Those are the, the well-known processors, right? Okay. Uh, I, I don't understand how this circles back to what Phoenix Contact does, though. Bring me back. Well, so Phoenix... Phoenix Contact is just, you know, one of those uh, industrial automation manufacturers out there. We are a German-based company, and uh, we decide to uh, be part of the open control, open source uh, automation community. And, and uh, by, by being part of that, we decided to develop a controller, which was an open architecture controller. And for our design, 
we uh, we went with a ARM ARM7 processor. So uh, we have uh, one of the very few and uh, uh, totally open Linux-based uh, controllers out there, and uh, uh, that allow us to work with open source automation, open automation projects. That's, I, I find that very interesting. I, I, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm surprised I didn't know that. Um, so what was behind the decision to go ARM instead of Intel? Well, it, it, so that's the thing. In fact, it's still, we still have an Intel processor, right? Uh, and uh, it, is, it is Intel, uh, and we, we historically has, uh, have been with Intel for the IPCs that we manufacture and uh, also the controllers that we manufacture, but it is a, a ARM processor designed by Intel. So Intel has their architecture as one of the products that they, they, they sell. So we picked an Intel uh, chipset. It's a, a Cyclone 5. It's a very commonly used uh, board in the market. Got it. So to be clear, it's not instead of, it's in addition to. Yes. Very good. Okay. Uh, we're almost out of, out of time here, but um, there was one other question that I wanted to, uh, to ask you when, it, when, we, when we look back at, at open source. Um, that allows your competitors to plug into the same systems that you plug into. I get that that's good for your customers, but why is that good for you? Well, that, that's a really good question, Rich. And, uh, you know, in the end of the day, we can't, just keep going on manufacturing, uh, uh, thinking just about ourselves, right? We need to be customer-driven manufacturing, right, or customer-driven development. And this is the reality right now. This is what customers are asking for. This is what customers want to do. They want to be open. They don't want to be stuck to manufacturers, right? And uh, if we try to go against the will... Uh, I don't think customers are going to stick with us, right? So w we need to be open, right, uh, to the customer's will and, and, and just comply with that. Uh, of course, we create a opportunity to other manufacturers to plug and play into our systems. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, but it becomes like a matter of a relationship with our customers right now, Hey. Uh, Mr. Cosmer, I'm here to help you, and I have this open controller and this open system you can use. And by the way, if for some reason you don't want to use my device anymore, you can plug someone else's device in here and keep working. And, and I think being honest, being open to customers, and being there for the customer is the differential right now, and not longer uh, making the customer captive to your proprietary system is the business model that will prevail. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, I'm afraid we are out of time, so uh, we're going to stop here. Um, that was Yuri Chamarelli, I'm sorry, that was Yuri Chamarelli, and he is a lead product specialist with Phoenix Contact, and I'm Rich Nass with Open System Media. Thank you very much, Yuri. Have a great day. Thanks for having me, Rich.